life you don't know what to expect never really know what's coming next try your best to put your mind to rest take a guess but don't hold your breath now you can cry and bitch and whine and say fuck the world and have a good ass time cause we're all gonna die but we're not dead yet so let's get it started say we're the band Thank you so much for that intro, Lucas. What's up, guys? My name's Bear. I'm here with my co-host, Zane Lovelady. Zane, you want to introduce yourself? <sighs> Hello, I'm Zane Lovelady, and I am a stand-up comedian in Little Rock, or aspiring to be, and I can't see very well. Also, I dance a little bit. Those are the broad strokes. Those are the broad strokes. How you doing, buddy? I'm well. How are you, Bear? Dude, I'm doing good. Yeah. I am ready for this game here in about an hour. That's true. We do have a bet. On this game that is coming up here in an hour. Absolutely. Welcome to uh, Set with a Bet, everybody. Um, what we're going to do is we have a bet on this Arkansas game coming up, Arkansas versus Georgia. And whoever wins this bet will get to host October 11th at the Cre- at Cregan's at our open mic. And whoever loses has to eat dry-ass Popeye's biscuits during their set, no water. Take a big bite of a biscuit after every joke and go seven minutes without water. People thought the cinnamon challenge wasn't safe, but this Popeye's one may be even more dangerous. We need EM, EMTs on standby. <laughs> yeah, this may be rough, <laughs> especially trying to talk into a microphone and keep uh, I don't know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. But uh, the bet we're doing is Arkansas or Georgia is favored to win by at least 18 and a half points. So if Arkansas, even if Arkansas loses, if they come within 18 and a half points, Zane wins the bet. Yes, I'm taking the, what is that, the under? The under on a spread, or is that the over? I don't know enough about betting and spreads to answer okay. that question yeah, with so, confidence. Yeah, Ar- Arkansas is supposed to be stomped by Georgia by 18 points. So I think that Arkansas is going to come within 18. Yeah, 18 and a half, so it's got to be 19. you got to round up because the spread's 18 okay, and a half. Okay, so if they come within 18, then if they if they are 18 points away from Georgia, I win then. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so if – it, if they come within 18 and a half points of Georgia, then I win the bet. That I believe in Arkansas, man. We're 4-0. Dude, I, Arkansas's had a great season so far. And, like, I feel terrible being an Arkansas fan betting against them, but. We running into the wall at some point. <laughs> I know. And this seems like everybody's jumping on the bandwagon and it's like, all right, let me hop off this bitch before it goes off the cliff. <laughs> They crushed Vanderbilt last week. Georgia did. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Didn't they? It wasn't like 60-0 to zero or something. I don't know. I didn't even watch Georgia's game last week. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> well, that's what's going on. So, if you want to see one of us eat some dry-ass biscuits during a comedy set, come out on October 11th. Yeah, but Vanderbilt's a bunch of academics. They, they don't know anything about football. <laughs> yeah. We're it's like watching Army or Navy play. It's like, damn. I'm really glad y'all are good at fighting because y'all suck at football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, the, us down here in the SEC, we don't care about concussions. We'll we'll throw our heads into anything down here in the South. That's why our football teams are so good. It's just how it is, man. Just how it is. I believe in Arkansas. We're going to get her done. We're going to get her done. Get her done. If we can keep it within a touchdown, I'll be so proud. I'll be so proud of them backs. Proud of them backs. <laughs> I like that expression. On. Have you not ever heard that? No. Bags. Let's go Bags. Let's go back. Is that like a Northwest Arkansas thing? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Nobody down here calls them the Bags. The Bags. Yeah. Just 
I think it's because most seasons they're laying. It on does their back. sound a little bit like a gay slur. <laughs> yeah, the damn backs, the bottoms, <laughs> the bottoms of the SEC. We've been getting fucked by the rest of the other teams for a long, long enough. Time. Long enough, yeah. I would be so happy to lose this bet. They, I, I know it. I know that's why it's a happy, happy bet. But right, I, I do. I believe in our Razorbacks, um, and I'm going to talk. All kinds of shit about it <laughs> all day. I'm excited. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, October 11th. October 11th. Are we still trying to release this one on the 4th? Yeah, we'll throw this out on the 4th and then cool. give you a week to listen to it, get ready, and then you can come out and watch the set. Yep. Um, follow along, Scoundrels Live Stand Up, at Scoundrels Live Stand Up on all social media platforms. Uh, that's where we'll be posting videos and clips of us watching this game and breaking it down and hopefully having a heart attack when it gets close. It's going to be a good old time, <clears throat> especially if Arkansas doesn't get smashed because then we'll both be sad. <laughs> yeah, if Arkansas gets smashed, it's just going to be <laughs> Uh Hopefully that won't be the case, though. It, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, big shout out to Greg for having us over to watch the game. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. So, uh, does that make sense? Have we set up the game well enough? I don't know if we have done everything that we need to tell everybody what it is. Does it make sense? Have we set enough for it? I mean, I think so. Hey, I, I mean, if you don't understand what's going on in the game, this is it. Every bi-weekly, we're going to come in and have a bet between two comics. We're going to start with Zayn and I, but eventually move on to other comics. But it's going to be a bet between us two. Whoever wins gets to host the show. Whoever loses has a set with a challenge associated with it. So this week, the challenge is going to be eating Popeye's biscuits during your set. Shout out to Josh Ogle for that idea. That was a great idea. But yeah, and then we'll move on, and the next week do a different bet, different challenge, and post clips of it on our social media so that y'all can see it. going to be intense because I really don't want to have to eat Popeye's biscuits. I got enough cotton mouth to deal with already while I'm on stage telling jokes. I don't want to have to right. put biscuits in there with it. So, yeah, that's uncomfortable. I have a tough time getting my jokes out anyway. So, yeah, this will not be fun. We did, but it'll be I, – I think Arkansas is going to do it. I, I believe in them. We're going to – I'm going to cheer them on, and we'll see what comes of it. How was your week? Um, <clears throat> it's kind of frustrating. I uh, had some new ideas I wanted to run at the Nuthouse last night and didn't get a chance to because <sighs> – you never know when their mic's going on or when it's not. So that is sad. I mean, it's it's tough. Uh, he's got a mic on Friday, and people like to rent the show the room out sometimes on those days. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I can't complain because I've been on the show that rented out the room before. So it is what it is. I yeah. just, you know, when you have a new idea and you really want to go work mm-hmm. it, and then there's no mics in town, it it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. I do get that. Uh, yeah, I was sad to not taking. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off of stand-up is just maddening. It, it's so maddening. Any length of time that comes away from stand-up, it, I do. I feel worse immediately. Yeah. I think, I think there's some truth to that. But also, I think you might be getting in your head a little bit about it, too. Well, ideally, we should be able to go up every night of the week because we're trying to work we and get should. better. Yeah. But I don't think you should get in your head and be just – just because you didn't get up three days in a row. Three days 
off a week is a prob- is problematic. And I've also missed the nut house the last couple of weeks. I've just been so tired on Fridays. Yeah. I've been kicking it so hard, you guys. My birthday was a few weeks ago. I'm 22 now. Congratulations, buddy. I'm 22. That was... That means you can get out of the booster last seat, week. right? Um, No, I'm still little. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I still need to sit on a couple telephone books at most. <laughs> gotcha. What's that? A telephone um, book? Uh-huh. It's like a book of telephones? A uh, telephone book? I, I guess it's just... I'm no being one's called it. A, I was being no one's called it a telephone in a long time, so and nobody's seen one of those books in a long time. Right, so. that was my point. Is that like what is that? Yeah, it's my booster seat, and that's it. That's all anyone uses them for. I'm just sitting on them at bars. That's really, that's really all that it is. Um, that's really all that I use them for. Yeah, or anyone uses them for just short guys <laughs> at a at a bar plopping them down in a chair. <laughs> To to be able to see over the <laughs> over the counter, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been kicking it super hard. It's yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why. I just been on one a little bit lately. Yeah, it, it, my birthday was a week and a half ago. Been a lot of ice cream. Shakes are my favorite thing, so that's what I've been partaking in. Probably too much of um, too many shakes. Too many too many milkshakes. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm a whore for a milkshake. Get the joint tonight. I'll beat the joint. This That's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be, do you know who's on it? Um, You, Russell, and Alexi. Yeah, the old times trio. <coughs> yep. The old times. We all used to live together, me, Russell, and Alexi. It'll be interesting to do a show together tonight. Right. I do need to make a post about that. That's what I got going on tonight. You got Town Pump this evening, right? I do. I wish I could come watch that show, but. Oh. I think I'm going to try to come by Town Pump right after I do the J and just swing through. And Better text me first, because if nobody shows up, there won't be a Town Pump. Lucas ain't going to be there on time. You're not going to be there on time. Where's Lucas? He's booked at a house show. Steph Bright tried to book me on it, but I was busy with Town Pump, so I sent her Lucas. So I sent Lucas her way. Uh, is he going to be up there in Northwest Arkansas? No, it's in Little Rock. She's oh. coming to Little Rock for a pr- private house show. I'm going to see my family next week. Get to see my brother run. That kid, he looks like a sparrow. You know that? He he looks like he could lift off and fly away. Like that dude, he's built so light and lean. I, I Literally every time that my mom sends me one of his little running videos, it makes me cry. Because I wish I could be there. No matter how he does in the race, I'm just... <laughs> just because I'm not there physically. At the, I hear my family cheering and stuff. And I'm like, I want to be doing that. Bro, that, uh, that gas station idea I've been working. Mm-hmm. So fresh. I have a structure for it now, but it's, you ever have an idea for a bit where you're like the meta structure of it where you know, hey, I'm going to have a joke about this, this, and then this, but you don't have the actual jokes for them yet? Yes. Oh, that's so frustrating. And then you're trying to find those specific jokes to fill that bit. Yeah, it's like a mad lib for what's going to be funny. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at with my that gas station bit right now. Damn, what's a good adjective right here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's very real. It, it's it's very real. It we're just uh, it, that's the way I feel. Like a lot of my jokes are just Swiss cheese. I'm just like there could be so much in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there could be so much in this, but right now it's just holes. <laughs> that's what I've been noticing here lately in my act is that like because I've got thirty minutes now, but I've been going through it and like there's some spots where I'm like that joke is not that strong. That joke is being carried on charisma alone. Like, the actual joke itself needs to be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, people talk about it all the time, how a joke needs to be ex- expanded on. 
You can't just have a joke that's this. If you just kind of touch an idea and move away from it, then it's it's a detriment to the idea. It's a detriment to everyone in the audience, and it makes them not trust you as much because they're like, oh, this dude's scared to expound on this. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you, there's some great one-liner comedians that do one line and then move on. Uh-huh. But that's got to be what they're doing. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, get a Ph.D. on the topic. But I, I, you don't have to get a Ph.D. on the topic, but you have to expound on it. And also, most one-liners are doing several jokes about the same topic. Those one-lines are, are delving into, like, for example, Dimitri Martin. Like, he has that whole bit on the English language where he's just breaking down all the different... If he just did a one-off joke about grammar <laughs> and left it at that, it would not be a good joke. It would not be the bit that it is today if he didn't just really expound on it and, and push through the whole idea. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong too. I don't actually know, but I I do I do believe there's something to stretching a bit. I've just been listening to a lot of Norman stuff lately, and his bits his bits are so thorough. The way that he is gonna explore it in a funny way, it's. But even a one liner, like I've been listening to Gary Veter's special, and he's a one liner comic, and he's got you know a six minute chunk on marriage. What are some ideas you're trying to expand on? Um, my, uh, my, uh, fuck deaf people joke. <laughs> my fuck deaf people joke. I'm trying to open up my stuff about my dad. I'm trying to open up, and also that stuff about the weather, the sky. The best part of that joke right now is the part where I'm talking about the Earth, the Earth having a fat ass, Mother Earth having a fat ass. Um. And some people say the pictures are photoshopped and she's got a flat ass. <laughs> That's the best part of that joke right now, for sure. But I do still like... Instead of saying a flat ass, I think you should say ass is flat. I think you should end on flat. Because flat's the punchline. It's flat earth. That's the one word that... So just, I think you should change the wording to where it ends on the word flat. Uh, I'll think about that. That's just, that's the part that, I mean, that's got an applause break. flat ass I know, ass. I think it could be stronger. I'm not saying it's weak. I'm saying I think it could be stronger. I, I'll try ending on asses flat. Um, that that may be it. It I because I don't I don't think that the wording there that you have now is optimal. It may not be. Let's say she's got a flat ass. I, it's kind of like a rapper, like kind of like how a rapper will end it, like the same line with the same word several times, but. The word before it is the one that he's rhyming. Like it, it's still the same. I, I think if I do that, I, I need to not say fat ass earlier on in the joke. Her ass is so fat. Maybe. I'll think about it. That's just not even the part of the joke I'm working on. I'm just trying to get the other parts of that joke stronger so it's a longer bit. Because that, that part of the joke is good and working. But if I can get the other part. Like that. Like I'm trying to do this this juxtaposition between... Uh, you know how I'm a Virgo and I lost my virginity. You know that that part of that joke. I I think that I think there's a funny way to tell that tell the story about how I lost my virginity, and then you know and have it be just like this moment where I should really be looking at my character and who I am as a person. But instead, well, what are you gonna do? I'm a Virgo. <laughs> I think that's funny, but I I can't figure out how to make it work. But I really like that idea. And then I also really like people also talk about like when a cold front's coming through, 
when a cold front is is coming through an area, how that makes like kids act up. Have you heard that? No, I've never heard that. Okay, I heard it a lot growing up. Maybe it's just cold person. fronts make kids act up. Mm-hmm. That sounds like an excuse to be a shitty parent. Yep. Yep, that's my point. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. Um, I've heard that one quite a bit. But you've heard the full moon one, right? That I that I try and do. Oh, full must be a full moon out tonight. Yeah, I've heard I've heard you do that work that idea. But you've heard that said before. It must be a full moon out. People are acting crazy. Must be a full moon out tonight. Oh yeah, I was literally driving back from Montana, and Katie was like, "Oh, no wonder I've been moody. The moon's full." And I was like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like right. It feels like people just being like, "Oh, I'm gonna get crazy because the Earth is the moon." Or somebody just acts irrational, and then they look at the moon like, oh, well, that's why. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. Oh, no, there, there. No, certainly. You don't have anything to work on as a person. No. no. It's the fucking moon. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I, I think there is something there with that idea. So Yeah. You know, that, that's definitely what I'm trying to expound on. But I, I also wrote more of that fuck deaf people joke. You know, I'm, I'm trying to work that new stuff in about the school for the blind and uh, school for the deaf. Yeah, so that, that that's a lot of what I'm trying to figure out and then i've also i'm also trying to figure out that a bit about uh this girl who i there was this girl that i was with one time like we you know i don't want to just get too vulgar here on the podcast but we uh, he peed in her butt i peed in her butt (laughs) and (laughs) and afterwards the one time we, we i hung out with this girl twice ever the after after the you know but peeing. Urination, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, she told me that she loved me. I think I've told you this story. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. She told me she loved me. Zane hooked up with a chick. He had hung out with her twice. Hung out, fucked her the second time he hung out with her. She was like, I love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, Zane. You ain't got to dick her down like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I should. <laughs> Shit, you got to save some for the back nine, man. You can't. You can't just give it all there in the first first go round. <laughs> clearly, man, she was like, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> yeah, we're getting married. The big interesting thing that Zane's leaving out in the story is this bitch murdered somebody. Okay, <laughs> she straight up ran over somebody in a yeah, car. She did. Run over She's somebody. got a court date like next month. <laughs> right, right, and and that's why I feel bad about not talking to her after she told me she loved me. Is because. I knew she was crazy before. <laughs> Zane was like, Zane was on a date with her. She was like, "Well, it's a full moon. I don't know. Maybe I'll tell him I love him." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, um, yeah. The, she's like, "Oh, the moon's so bright. That's why I hit that lady with my car." <laughs> I was blinded by the moon. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> blinded by the light, ripped up like. Have I told you how much I love it when you sing? Um, no. Well, maybe you should take that as a hint. I'll start doing it. <laughs> I had no idea. I love singing. I know you do, buddy. I, I really do. I do, too. I just do it when nobody's here. Yeah, that's <laughs> considerate. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I'll sometimes... <laughs> I'll sometimes hear Barrett here practicing his guitar and stuff. I'm like, huh, where can I go? <laughs> How far away can I get yeah. right now? God, Ubers are expensive, but 
maybe it's worth it. Uh, um, you're seeing it's gotten better than it once was. I've been practicing. It's still pretty bad. You you it's still, still ha- you still hadn't been here for some of the bad ones. <laughs> I'll be in here and I'll start singing a song. I'll get halfway through the song and be like, fuck, I wish I could sing and just quit because I hate listening to myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, oh, trust me. I I feel that. I mean, I'm so bad at saying that I've leaned into it. I just, I've never tried to get it any better. I just <laughs> commit with every poor note that, that comes from my vocal cords. What's really hard is having a friend like Lucas. <laughs> Oh yeah, because Lucas can sing his ass off. <laughs> yeah, he's at the top of this podcast. It's, <laughs> I mean, I still sing bad in front of him. And <laughs> oh, what's worse is like when Lucas and I went to Kings and played music up there, and we were doing House of the Rising Sun, and like I started playing the guitar, and he's singing, he's belting it out, and I start trying to come behind him and like sing back up, and then I was like. <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> you can't sing next to him. Not on stage with people listening. New Orleans. Oh, never mind. Basically. That's basically what happened. You were like a few beers in and stuff. So you were like, you were like, yeah, I can sing. Oh, I can Oh, I forgot. I can't do this. Well, shit. I'm not in the car anymore. I can't just sing along to the radio. <laughs> oh, man. Lucas Aaron Smith. What a talent. What a talent! And, and it's it's funny because the the good singing that he isn't really in his act at all. He's just he's got the the grease bit, which is made so much better by the fact that he can sing. That grease bit he has, but it's not really about him singing good. Yeah, I'm so proud of him. So, uh, Greg canceled his party. No. Yup. We're gonna have to watch it here. Or, no, we don't have the game here. I can try to find a way to stream it, but there's no guarantees. Oh, no. What a what a horrible situation. We've been displaced for the game. Oh. We have to find somewhere to go or watch it here. Yeah. Do, do you want to look? I mean, I'll chip in for streaming it, whatever we need to. I mean, you can stream individual games for, like. No, you have to sign up for a subscription. Oh, you do? Yeah. And I don't want to do all that. Shoot. Maybe we just free trial it. Cancel it immediately. Um, maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm warmed up now. Like I feel like I'm warmed up now. That first thirty minutes, I just feel like garbage. Like I just now feel like I'm getting warmed up and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. We're trying to do a short podcast, and yeah, being warmed up, and it it's gonna take a while to be able to figure out how to flex the muscle. You know, we're just. Right, it's like but I feel like I feel like we should like start recording now. Okay. You do you want to stop it and restart it? No, we can just do the three, two, one live. But I mean, we've only got twenty seven minutes till the damn game starts. Fuck. <laughs> Podcast. This podcast is never going to get released. Never. <laughs> We're gonna have to re-record it ten times. <laughs> We're gonna. I mean, we may have to re-record it ten times, but. At a certain point, we're just going to have to release it. We just got to get a podcast out where we're not dogging on everybody we know. Which We've is done what so the first good this point. time. We did. We skipped right past, didn't talk about her at all. <laughs> Except for right now, which, okay, we got to stop. <laughs> we, bro, we are the Beat Girls of Comedy. It's such a problem. It's such a problem. We got to we gotta watch. I mean, I, I hope everybody knows that we are talking shit in from the most big our hearts can be like the 
We're like. Oh, I'm not. Fuck them. They suck. <laughs> They're know, nice they people. Yeah. That's part of why they're such shitty comics. <laughs> that is, that's exactly why they're such shitty comics. They're too nice. They ain't got no fucking meat in them, you know? Uh, they ain't got no meanness. They ain't no, got no dog in them. Uh, no dog in them. You need somebody that's got some darkness. I do love them, and I feel bad that they're not funny. But I also feel bad that I'm not funny, too, if that makes you any of you feel any better. Like, I don't think I'm just, you know... Head and shoulders above the competition. I'm just working at it way harder than you. <laughs> I just want to be funnier way Yeah, more. it's not about the results. It's about the process. It's about the process. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I'm working on the process, yep. and you are bullshitting about <laughs> results that don't exist. That do not exist. Oh, yeah, I did this. I did that. Oh, I got this. Got that. Now I'm good. It's like, yeah. you are results-driven, and that is why you will fail. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we we should be results-driven, too, but the people that are like, Oh yeah, I headlined this and this and this. It's like, lady, I would. I don't know why I gotta make her a girl. It's because I'm talking about one specific person, and I'm not saying their name. It's guys too. There are guys that do that do this as as well. It's not just a. Uh, I've just got a person in my head that I'm thinking of. It's I, I hate <laughs> women are like we want to be included, and then the one time that I, like the the indiscriminate person that's out there. It's like it's not like it's I'm talking about a doctor. Or a physicist. I'm like, no, this person that's bragging, <laughs> that's bragging about something they shouldn't be bragging about. That's a woman. That's that's what I'm gonna go for. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but there are terrible comics that go. Oh yeah, I headlined this and this and this. It's like, man, I was there for that set. That was not a headlining set. No, you, you were ate on a giant dick. Yeah, you, you talked were... for an hour. Yes, but you did not get laughs for an hour. <laughs> Everybody in that room wanted to leave. <laughs> Yes. yes. Everybody at that night wanted to oh leave. God. Okay, man, you piece of fucking shit. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I can't <Why>? help it. <laughs> Welcome to our video diaries, because that's what this is, and this is, or audio diaries. That's really all that it is at this point. We're just like, yeah, you know, I felt a little bit like... Uh, like comedy is going this way and this way, and we're gonna find all the reasons why we can't tell anybody about it. Oh <laughs> uh, god damn it! <sighs> yeah, it just makes me so mad. And I try, I'm trying to be not as angry about it, because that, that will ruin a person uh, or a comic. You know, you 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 can't be. And I've gotten a lot better. Like now, now it's just silly to me. I'm just like, come on, man. It used to be. There was a point where I would just be sitting in my room. In a chair. Like, I know, I've heard. Yeah, you've I've heard. I've been me. outside the door, like, oh, Jesus Christ. Zane's in there having a mental breakdown. <laughs> what happened, Zane? Somebody got booked on a show you're not on? He's in chipmunk mode. Yeah, it's very real. I used to get. Very, I'm okay with it now just because we have the shows that we produce and I have so much fun doing those. And if we could just have more, that's that's the only thing. I enjoyed – it's just for the love of the game that I've got to be doing it. That's why any of us need to be doing it. It's just because I love telling jokes and right. having it work and getting better at it. It can't be about, oh, this person got booked over. It, it, it's so unhealthy. It's so, so unhealthy. You, you can't concern yourself with it. Cause it, you just gotta, you gotta think it'll all shake out. The people that are, the people that are acting like that was enough, that are acting like whatever they're doing, 
they fall off because they know in their head that it's enough. And because when it's in their head that that was enough, they're like, oh, then I don't have to do anything anymore. Right. And that's why they'll show up once every two months, act like they're a big shot, act like they're a vet, and then they'll disappear for months at a time. You won't see them. You won't see them on shows. You won't see them at mics. They'll come back and they'll be doing the same exact fucking jokes. Yep. They have nothing new, nothing to offer. And every time you do it, it it hurts your soul a little bit. Every time you take a break, then come back and are telling the same jokes. They don't really work the same, and it feels wrong to you because you're not the same person you were when you were telling those jokes. And you're just trying to remember the kind of person that made those jokes work. Yeah. And you need to be speaking truth to who you are now. Yep. <clears throat> You'll be growing. Yep. If your act ain't growing, it means you ain't growing. Yep. And, and nobody wants to. Nobody wants to stagnate like that. And yeah. not, not me, anyway, and my jokes. I'm, I mean, like that fuck deaf people joke. I've had that fuck deaf people joke for literally maybe since three months into my comedy. I wrote that joke on the way to actually do our first show together. Yeah. But I'm still writing tags to it. Yeah. As of last Monday, I worked a new tag to it. Like, if that's not what you even if the tag doesn't end up sticking to your new joke, before you burn a joke, if you're not constantly working on that joke, it will be stale. It will be. It will I be. I found. Um, I know you found that <laughs> to be true. <laughs> I know you feel that. Because I, I know you have jokes that you're like, this joke is stretched. Well, I have jokes that. I have one joke in particular that I know is going on an album. Right. And I I have stretched it and played with it and added to it and broke it down and added tags to it and got it right now where it's cooking. And it's and here's the thing, like I'm tired of doing it, but it's I can make that joke cook anywhere. Like Right, because you're working on your set still. Can you imagine if you just came if you took a break for three or four months and then went back and tried to tell Yee Yee? It, I mean, it would work, but it would just be soul sucking. Yeah, I would, I would kill myself. Yeah, yeah. If you you were just falling back on these stuff, this stuff that, in order for something like that to feel fresh, the stuff around it has got to be constantly switching and moving. Right. In order for it to feel like this is, you know, the people the people that aren't continuously working on their set on their act, they, I I know because I've been this dude. Like I. Where you just come back and try to tell that joke. I've not really been this dude. I'm I'm making that up. I've pretty much always been working on my comedy. I'm, I mean, I haven't really done anything with it, but I've always been working on it. Um, but I I know that even when I've taken a week off and tried to come back and, and if I haven't written, if yeah. I haven't written in a week and come back, I have done that. Let me let me take that back. Let me walk it back because there've definitely been times in my life where I've not been working on my set enough. I think everyone, I think every comic has been through that. Yeah. Of just going through a patch where I'm not doing enough to make these jokes work, you know, and and you've got to have that honest conversation with yourself. So many people cannot cannot. They cannot see that what they're doing is not enough to make themselves better. They're like, "Oh, I did I wrote this joke one time. This joke, boom." Put that on the shelf. Boom. I I don't care. I'll t- shit. I'll take four or five months off comedy. I'll come back. That joke. Boom. Sh- take it. Take it off the shelf. Well, while you were gone, that joke was sitting on that shelf, collecting dust, getting moldy, fermenting. It's past its expiration date because you weren't you weren't keeping it up. You weren't trimming the trimming the bush. You weren't. You know. Yeah. You can't let your bush go untrimmed. You let can't it, let your bush go untrimmed. Yeah. 
And then not, not that you want to get hair in her teeth. Yeah. Like. When somebody sees it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then when somebody sees it, they're like, oh, they have not been. Trimming that bush. That is a hedge, my friend. That is a hedge. Yeah, that is. Talking about that yee yee joke, um, I found here lately that while I am so fucking tired of doing it, when I when it feels forced, it is great when I'm in the middle of a set and like for whatever reason during that set, like say I'll be doing like what happened at the joint last time I was, I was doing dark shit and I could feel them like just not liking that they're like, oh oh you're just you're too dark this is oh it's too much and it's like. Oh, you think that's too much? Yeah. I love having that in the pocket. Now, that is, that's what made that joke fresh to me then. Yep. It's not because I was like, I wasn't forced to do it. It was a decision. I was like, oh, if y'all think this is dark, let's see what you think about this. Because the whole way through it, it's a lighthearted, funny, like, you don't see it, you don't see it coming. Yeah. And then about the end. Like, yeah, it, everybody's it, oh, it, yeah. mouth hits the floor, and they're like, "What the fuck did he just say?" Yeah, yeah, it's it's right. But, but if you weren't literally, but you were doing, yeah, I know you didn't have to do it in that set, right? It's a ten minute set. The only reason it felt fresh to you, right, is because of that room, because you were working and the stuff around it that you like that gas station joke. That's that's new. Like if you weren't doing that with that joke, then. It would, oh, it would have felt terrible. Oh, God. Can you imagine if you just went up and you were like, all right, I guess I'll do yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because you want to have a good set or something. Like, just having to having to do that joke because you just don't have anything else. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I see comics like that all the time that just come back after however long, and they're doing this joke that they have, have to do. That's a good point. Like, if I do that joke, it's because I chose to do it. Not because I have to. Yeah, it was a ten minute set. You've got I mean and that's the other thing, is like you could have pulled out of the dark stuff and done a different story. Yeah, but I in that particular situation, I thought it'd be funny just to push Hammer on the it, gas yeah. a little bit. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was. I don't I know what so you're talking about. Yeah, sometimes yeah, you gotta either the th- that's the thing. It's like you have to either subliminally switch, like get away from whatever you if you're gonna, if you're doing dark stuff and you realize the audience is, or if you're doing whatever and realize the audience isn't into it, you need to either sneaky switch the subject, or you can't go call attention, harder. or go harder. Yeah, it, it, it can't be. It, it, you, if you're gonna switch the subject, you can't be like, oh, you guys aren't liking this, so let me, because they automatically are like, oh, so I dictate this. They're like, oh, well, so no, see, that's what I did at the joint. I was like, oh, y'all, y'all don't like the dark stuff. Okay, we'll switch. Right, but it. then but, you double down. Right, right. But it, I did do that. To misdirect them. Right. I know. that. Right. That's one thing. If you are legitimately scared of them not liking whatever you're going into at that Oh, moment, you're fucked. You're in trouble. Yeah. They can smell fear. Yeah, you, they can you, smell fear. You cannot be afraid to tell your jokes, especially <laughs> no. if you got one that's fun. You got to just go up there and sling that shit. Yeah. You got to go up and, yeah, you got to go up and, and, and do it. But what is really, it, they, it, it gives the audience too much control if you're just like, oh, you don't like this right now. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll go do this. What? How about this? How about this? Do you like this? <laughs> yeah, and then it's not confident. Yeah. And then they're like, why are we listening to this guy? Right. Right. Yeah. And it's weird because like, it, it's not that you don't respect the audience and, or their thoughts, but it's also my act. Not only that, it's an audience, while individually they may be incredibly smart there may be incredibly intelligent people that are like knowledgeable and experienced like what a comedy show is what comedy is and stuff as a whole especially at these bar shows the crowd is stupid 
You gotta feed them. You gotta like. I'm talking about as a whole, not individually. Each one is in an come out to person. our shows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cregan's October 11th, where we'll be. <laughs> when I'm saying they're stupid, I'm saying that you can't. If they're like, Ooh, like especially some drunk dude at a bar that didn't listen to the setup, and then you say the punchline, he doesn't laugh. It's like, oh, you suck. It's like, no, you're a dipshit. Go drink somewhere else, you fucking dipshit. There'll be Popeye's biscuits there on October 11th, you fucking <laughs> idiots. So, <laughs> so come on out. <laughs> Um, I, it, listen, it's, it's very true. I, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, making, I love the crowd. We need the crowd. Yes. I hope they keep coming to our shows Yes, and individually they're all great. Yes. But as collect, as a collective unit, when you sit them all down, they're dumb. They're like sheep. You got to herd them into a joke. You got to get them all going on the same path and then surprise them with that punchline. Yep. Yeah, well, one guy leans over to his girl at the bar and says something kind of loud to try to get a pop with the rest of the people. They all are listening to this dude at the bar, and then you're up there just like, oh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, she's got a flat ass, and they're like, what is this guy talking about? Right, like, he, def- like, he sh- definitely should have said ass is flat, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, ah. totally should have said ass is flat. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah they, they missed everything. It's, it's, it's true, especially... Because we're going into businesses and trying to create a stand-up aura where there is not one. Right. Where there is not one. Which is a fun task and makes us stronger comics, I definitely think. It does. It um also... And I've had this feeling ever since I started hosting at Fourth Wall. Something about hosting and like hosting all the time, it like... It feels like a hurdle that I keep trying to jump over and I keep crashing into it and falling on my face because I get so worked up on the show being good and then I don't really go up there and work my jokes how I do when it's just a normal set. Like at the joint when I go up and I'm not hosting, I'm going up and I'm working ideas and I'm just in my set. But when I'm hosting, I'm so focused on the show and I'm like, oh, I can't do that joke. I can't do that joke. That joke's not fully fleshed out. Let me do this one because I know it's going to work. And then I feel more trapped in my... Just like what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, oh, you have to do these jokes versus you want to. That's fair. And, and I mean, you've, you've definitely got an idea with hosting that, and we've had this conversation before because I have hosted, I have hosted shows where I went up and, because I don't, I definitely didn't, I have that feeling more now than I used to, but I would go up at shows and do 15 of new ideas. <laughs> at the top of shows so we had to have a conversation where it was like listen man you can't you, keep walking the crowd <laughs> yeah. well i mean i wasn't trying to walk the crowd i was I know. just trying you were to work new ideas right and just as the host the first guy up there you can't do yeah, that you can't you've got to have uh you got to have dawn you gotta i mean there are comedians the thing is there are comedians that can do that that can get up there and just be saying things they've never said before and eating up hosting that's absolutely doable. I'm I've not done that it. dude. I just doing it consistently is when you're hosting at least two, three shows a week. Like, yeah, it, I I think there has to be a point where you do feel comfortable doing in sandwiching it. Like, okay, I'm gonna hit them in the mouth with you know with these jokes that work very well up top, and then I'm gonna put this stuff that might be a little bit rockier here in the middle. It just can't be like ten or fifteen of new stuff. You can. Still work new stuff in that beginning set. I don't think you have to be as locked in. This all needs to be bangers, you know, through and through. Yeah, and I've gotten better at that. Like, I did that at Cregan's on Monday where I started off with 
stuff that I knew would work, and then I worked into newer stuff, and then I pulled out of it doing old stuff to close it stronger. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing with hosting. Hosting is a skill that, one, every comic needs. Two, every comic will never stop doing. Any of the good ones? Right. Any of the good ones are still hosting shows. Are, are <clears throat> Even if it's, you know, I mean, not for scrubs, you know. They're, you know yeah, they're hosting with, shows with other killers on them. Yep. But, yeah, you've yep. got to be able to host. You have to. You've got to be able to host. But it's also... There's joy in hosting, like where it's your show, and I love hosting. I, it's one of my favorite things to do in the world. I love being able to come up at, in between comics and and do and do and say little things. You can, uh, you you get to spend you know the most consistent time with the audience. They're like, oh yeah, like after after this, we'll we'll see that guy again. You know, it's you get to ingratiate yourself with the people that are that are there like more so than any other spot because i mean they're up there for longer but you're up there consistently throughout the whole show like they're um I and mean, when there's a host middle and closer there's uh you know they're up there for longer but they they still see you the whole time yeah there's i don't know i i just i i love hosting i uh I love hosting it, and it's such an important thing to be able to take into any show that you're doing. From, and if if you're a headliner, you've got to be a good host. That you've got to have that host energy, and make it extend for forty five minutes to ingratiate the audience to you. And that skill that you've built of, you know, getting up and and having an audience be okay with seeing you every time. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to do it consistently for forty five minutes. I mean that's really the uh, and you know I'll, I'll you know I'll host for you right like I'm I oh I know it, I'm saying that that's something that I've got to get over like I've got to it is I've got to go in there because when I'm hosting a show I'm so stressed out about the fucking show that I'm not even thinking about myself but I think fourth yeah okay that's a good point but I think fourth wall kind of ruined you for hosting a deedsy bit um, well yeah when you host eleven hours a day it's like fuck this. Yeah. Yeah, everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know, Barry used to live in Los Angeles, California. Fourth Wall is basically an open mic spot out there, and Barry used to pretty much run that shit. So on Sundays, yeah. Right. So Travis ran it in the North Hollywood location. Uh, my buddy Travis Clyburn, he ran it for a while by himself. Joe owned it, and then Travis was the one hosting all the time. And then Joe got some more hosts in there, and I took Sundays, and. Let me tell you what, when you do an open mic for 11 hours, every hour you rotate to new comics and it's the same host and you go in there and you're trying to, it's, it's an abysmal place. Yeah. Yeah, See, that's the thing. It's like, it's soul sucking to stop comedy and not come back and not do jokes for, you know, four or five months, but doing jokes over and over and over and over again to people that don't care in the same day that's pretty soul-sucking too oh yeah that's and, and not I'm, only do they not care they're not listening they're no. everyone in there is thinking about their set yep they're like okay i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this. and most people in there are amateurs like they don't yep. they haven't been on the road they have they don't have a set they're just they're trying to work five fucking minutes yep and so they're only thinking about themselves so they're not listening to you at all and oh my god it just Sweet, sweet Los Angeles. Yeah, baby. It's a... Uh, <laughs> and I've done this show before, so I can speak on it just a little bit. Yeah, you came to Fourth Wall. Yep. Yeah, one time. One time. It was enough. For a whole day, though. You were there for a whole Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was there the whole day. 
I was there the whole day. It it was uh, yeah. I, there was one show because uh, weed is legal in California. There was one show that there was this dude outside, and he was just like, "Hey man, you want to join?" All all right. Well, you know, because it's legal here. I mean, I guess I'll, I guess I'll do it. You know, because I I never I never do it in the states that it's illegal. That would be right. Yeah. Who would do? Who would smoke weed no, where it's illegal? No, no. What? I love the government. I was like, I oh. respect the government so much and all of their rules. I just want to follow the rules so much. <laughs> oh well, since they're allowing me in this state, then I'll go ahead and partake. But I would never do it in Arkansas. Thanks, government, daddy. We certainly do appreciate it. <laughs> oh oh, can I can I put it in my body over here? How about over here? Can I? How about how about over here in this? Oh no, not here. Oh, just over here in this. Okay, all right. Well, thank thank you. Uh, thank thanks, Dad. I I appreciate that. Someone's got to give me a little bit of structure in my life. Who knows what I would do? I would maybe you know. I might fun. smoke weed in Arkansas. What? Oh, oh God, no! Whatever will we do? On. Oh. Oh. Right, anyways, that California weed. Speaking of, keep talking. That California weed, it, uh, I, I mean, I, I did, I, I had a, a little J in California, and I, I've got that joke about the moon right now. I was telling my jokes from the moon. That fourth wall after that J, man, that this, that California stuff is flame retardant. God damn it, it is just. Oh, it'll make you retardant. I'll tell you that right now. It'll make you retardant. Retardant. Don't don't you guys cancel us for retardant. That is a completely. If you cancel us for using retardant, you're Come retarded. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, what Bear said. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> um, Speaking of for the audio listeners in this uh, podcast, you're about to hear a reenactment of from that day in California. This is with this is with tobacco in a water pipe. This is totally not marijuana. He's doing hookah. We've got a hookah. Well, yeah, it's a hookah. <laughs> it's a hookah, okay? So this is just this is what it would have sounded like in California. Yeah, show up. Is that hookah cash? No, this tobacco hookah is not cash, Zane. Would you like some tobacco? Yeah, give me some tobacco. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because government daddy, you know we can put poison in our bodies with tobacco, but weed, ooh, ooh, wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to use medicine. <laughs> wouldn't want to use something that helps with nausea and anti-inflammation and depression and everything else. Oh, by the way, did you see my new Rogan sticker I got on this? Uh, Hookah? No. Yeah, Russell got some new merch and yeah. got me a Rogi sticker. Yeah, I, I got one too. Nice. Yeah. I put it on my. Did he give mock. you the um the Chappelle Rogan one? Yeah. Yeah, it's hanging up behind you. Oh. Okay. It's fucking dope shit. Wow, he told me that was my birthday present. That definitely. That lessens it. It less no he um. When he was looking at it, I was like, oh, dude, that's dope as shit. He's like, do you want me to order for you? I was like, fuck yeah. He goes, I should order one for Zane, too. I was like, yeah, you should. He would love that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should feel good about that. He was That was genuinely from the heart. I thought he I thought he just came extra, you know, like it just they just tossed it in there, and he was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll give these to no, my No, 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 no. He, <laughs> he specifically ordered it for you. Oh, okay. Well, that feels better then. Yeah. <laughs> just This is just a <laughs> podcast of me looking a gift horse in the mouth. Just... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, buddy, um, I think I'm going to try to edit. We got an hour on here, so I think I can edit a lot of it together Down and make to 30. something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's definitely 30 minutes of nonsense in there, and then also um, 30 minutes of unusable. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's just what nonsense are you going to go with? All right, cool, man. Well, listen, I, I, we're still trying to drop this on the 4th. Right. Um. So October 7th, Laughs on Tap at the Joint. Chana Blake will be headlining that. Very funny girl from Oklahoma. Super talented. Um, I'm doing the joint tonight, which nobody knows about. But the joint is doing uh, three stand-up comedians and three improv artists every Saturday until they do their holiday show uh, coming up. So that is uh, definitely go check that out. I mean, you're on one of those, right? Yeah, I'm on the one on the ninth, so I'll be on it. October ninth. Yeah. Okay. And then Cregan's uh, October eleventh. Come out and see the uh, set with the bet. Yeah. Yep. We one of us will be eating Popeye biscuits. We got to find a way to watch this game. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.